0: Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues, or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch.
1: Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. Happy St. Patrick's Day, a day late, but... If I would have said it last week, we would have been six days <laughs> too early. So happy St. Patrick's Day!
2: Happy St. Patrick's Day! And
1: uh, you know, for all the for all my Irish brothers and sisters out there, be grateful that you're still Irish today, because everyone else had to revert back to their own ethnicity
2: today. <laughs> I How's saw that? I saw a joke on Facebook about Italians They become Irish on St. Patrick's Day, but they're still Italian. <laughs> Everybody becomes Irish on St. Patrick's Day. My goodness, it was crowded everywhere I went. Only for 24 hours. Right, Everyone. and you have to wear green, or get pinched. And I'm not a fan of green. No, you don't have anything green. I have one shirt. So you I'll just wear it once yeah. a year.
1: Yeah, that's almost like that's almost like the uh, I was I was at the VA this morning for. Um, I had to. I went for my three month checkup with my uh, eye surgery, mm-hmm. and um, it's my my, my um, vision is twenty twenty. Ah, see? so it was correctable, perfect. Now I just have to wait for the other eye. But um, I was in the store, and I. I try to wear a red shirt on Friday because it's remember all depl- everyone deployed on Friday red of course so you wear a red shirt and they had a uh, they had a shirt and it says it specifically on it and it gives you a reason why and all of that you know until uh, till everyone's till everyone's uh, back home. And you know following patterns like that um, keeps a lot of us safe, right? You know, it keeps a lot of us going down a, down the proper road. And and you know, every Friday I wake up, and sometimes I get like halfway through the day and go, "Oh, that's right, it's Friday." So I set a, I set a reminder on my oh, phone. good for you. And you know, it, it it makes me think that you know there was a lot of a lot of people who you know go to meetings online. There's you know. Right. Um, and there's a lot of people who do counseling online and all of that. And uh, you know, I always thought that it would take away the the person, um, the indiv- not the individual, the uh the yeah, well like the individual connection because you're talking to a right. screen. Um, but I think in today's society, yeah, I I think that's okay. Well, we do it at work. Yeah, exactly. I mean you're 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 Skype and people all day long, right? All day
2: long, yeah. All the meetings are Skype. Our instant messages are Skype. But do you
1: notice that you lose anything from being there? I mean, maybe.
2: Yeah, I I do. I do.
1: But you have the freedom of being at home. Yeah. You know, if you can have your pajama bottoms on and put on a (laughs) nice (laughs) shirt.
2: Oh, I don't turn the camera on. I have it covered up. Oh, okay. But yeah, it 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 is convenient. But I do think we lose something. You know, there there's a lot of uh, discussion now about isolation of people who w- work remotely from home all the time, and and it's true. I've done it off and on for almost 20 years. Right, th- there is an isolating factor to it. I talk on the phone a lot. I talk on Skype a lot, but I, you know, it's still at the end of the day, it's kind of lonely. I'd rather be with the community of people. But I think I think even even
1: that aspect of it is better than none. Yes. You know, and like oh, I yes. said, following a regimen and following. The the trends of today, um, I I, I think it's something that that works. I mean, I haven't spoken to anyone. I'd love to have somebody to come on to say, well, we have had people on. uh, I'm I'm wrong. We have had people on that do that, right? You know, and and um, Rob Rob. Rob Kelly, Kelly. Uh, John Delaney was doing it, Jennifer, the lady we talked to yep. two
2: or three weeks ago, Lisa
1: Lisa uh, Lieberman Wang, mm-hmm. so I guess it's, you know, it's accepted practice, it's just, it's probably just getting into that mode of doing it, and that's why I have to use my phone to remind me, you right. know.
2: You need that structure, yeah. that structure is mm-hmm. so important, and the, and, you know, all of the devices and tools we have now help with that, I think. In a lot of ways, yes. You know, well, I, you know, I think that when
1: I first got clean, we still had pages. Right. We only had pages, which cell phones weren't weren't a real thing then because they were still a little bit, and and they were they were. telephones on the outside of buildings, so you walked around with a dime or a quarter or right. however much it was, and I think we were freer at that
2: time. Yes. You know, but... We weren't expected to communicate quite as much as we are now. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if, if somebody texts you and you don't text them right back, They're, you know, a lot of people get they get offended. Yes. Like,
1: well, well, but I almost have to say that, you know, in certain cases... I do. And I, and I, and, and I think that happens so that I can check myself. Right. You know, like even this morning I was sitting, I had my, my VA appointment, my doc, my eye appointment was at eight o'clock and I got there at, I don't know, maybe quarter of eight and I was the first one that my doctor was going to see. I knew that. Right. And, um, they were calling a couple of people before me and I, and I'm, <laughs> there's what nine doctors in the nine, nine doctors. And and I'm starting to get like, it was only like 10 past eight. And I was starting to get agitated. And I went, wait a minute, you, you better back off a little bit. And little things like that gratefully happen to give me that awareness check. I could have just pushed right through that and been, you know, had it ruined my whole day. Right. Uh And I, and I, you know i guess what i'm saying is is that all of those little uh spot checks are there every day you Rec- just need to be aware of them recognize them right recognize them for what they are and don't just blow past them the little stepping stone into into anxiety or into uh anger there's always something that sets that Right pace. You know, you don't just wake up angry. Well, I mean, I, I, there's been times I woke up angry because <laughs> I didn't sleep right, but I, 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 I'm aware of that when I put my feet on the floor and, and grab gratitude. Um, you know, so there's a lot of things that we do on a daily basis, especially in recovery that is so repetitious, it almost becomes monotone.
2: Right, monotonous. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think maybe that's where a lot of people fail. Right. Because that yeah,
2: excitement that um, the unknown, the the thrill, I guess, of of getting out of yourself and and doing something that's not quite right, and you know, you know what's going to happen when you do it, and you do it anyway. You know, perhaps for the thrill of it. I don't know, since. That's not me, but I wonder sometimes. It, you know, there, there's got to be a happy medium between the monotony and the and the structure and being able to, you know, be creative, be yourself, do things that are interesting without, you know, having to supplement.
1: Right, and I think I think that has a lot to do with the interpretation of what it is that we read, how we understand it. And what it means to our own personal growth, because you know, I'm looking at a, I'm looking at an NA book right over there, and it probably has dust on it, mm-hmm. um, but the words are the same in that book if I open it today or if I open it next right. year. It's how I interpret what it is that I'm reading. So you and I could both be reading the same chapter right here, reading it right now across the airwaves, and everyone that listened would get the same general idea, but they would have their own experience, understanding. Yeah, they yeah they would, their, their own experience to compare yeah.
2: it to. Because when I, I bought the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous a few years ago, and I read the whole thing, but I read it looking at it from, you know, a, the standpoint of a person who is being affected because someone else is doing this that I care about. Right. Not from my own experience, but it's still... And I used to go to open meetings just to hear the speakers because they they gave me hope. Yeah, you know, and and um, and having that hope, sometimes you know your hope gets pretty dim.
1: Well, I guess so. What I, what I'm saying is is about about everyone's different understanding. You know, you have to find your own way. I mean, you can you can follow my path but my path may not keep you clean. You know, someone else's path may not have kept me clean. Um, So I think although we all have the same general message, we need to embrace it how we understand it and maybe ask questions. Maybe, you know, look for guidance and, you know, just... You know, ask for help, and and that, that's I think that's what, you know, like when I when I get those little gutches in the morning, like when I was getting agitated this morning, I said, wait a minute, I I, I need to readjust myself. So if I'm reading something and I'm not understanding it, or I'm trying to look at it from someone else's point of view, I, I'm miss, I'm missing the mark with it.
2: Right, you're not getting your no. your value out of it. I um. I heard a very wise lady one time, and, and her her theory was add plus 10 to everything. Like if you're waiting on someone and they're late, before you get agitated, consciously make a decision that you're going to wait 10 more minutes before right. you get upset. And it works. I've tried it, and it, it absolutely works. You know, I'm giving myself permission to get agitated, but not yet. And maybe that yet can be put off to the point that I don't get agitated. <laughs> because you forget about right. it in 10 minutes. right. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to be agitated, so I start thinking about something else or doing something else or whatever, and it it absolutely works. But that was her theory, and you know, I, I actually heard her say it in an AA meeting, and she was right.
3: Right. But, you uh, know, they but say count the to ten, but
2: sometimes ten isn't long enough. No. 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 Give yourself ten minutes. Yeah. You know, ten minutes, then I'll be mad. Okay. How how t- and and
1: and how tough is that to hang on to something? In 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 the the fit of um, wanting to snap back at right. someone, how tough is it to hang on to that for ten minutes and then still be as raw? There's
2: something wrong if you're still right. hanging on to it then. Yeah, I think most people yeah. aren't. And that that's the yeah. cool thing about it. You know, let's let's just think about something else for ten minutes. And then if I'm still ripper or in man, I'll be a ripper or in man. But, yeah. You know, it's all about things we can't control anyway. Right. We have no control over. You know when somebody comes if they're supposed to be there and they're late. If you're you have an appointment and they're not ready for you and they're late, we have mm. no control of that. And I guess that that's one of the reasons that we do get agitated.
1: Yeah, one of, you know one of my very good friends has a has a short wire like that. And in like like with my, with my car, my car was uh, you know and the transmission went and I had to rent a car and you know they. I, I couldn't say it was their fault. I mean, granted, it was their fault. They they got the wrong part. They they didn't yeah. look up the wrong number and whatever.
2: Yeah, mistakes right? were made.
1: Whatever mistakes were made. I, I I didn't wear it. Right.
2: Why? I mean, but why? the
1: other individual was like, I don't know why you're not screaming at them and.
2: What would it do?
1: No, nothing. Just nothing. Make them feel and,
2: bad. Why? You know, it sounds like somebody just made an honest mistake. But yeah, yeah, there are a lot of people who.
1: Who have have no problem just just? Oh, I laying, think they
2: enjoy
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we we know someone. That, yes, we know. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we definitely
0: know someone. <laughs> well,
1: that. no, we we actually know quite a few people who uh, definitely have no problem jumping into the anger pool. Right. You know, and and that's not a that's not a comfortable place to be. For me, anyway, I don't have a problem with voicing my opinion. Sometimes voicing it stronger than maybe I should, but I absolutely don't have a problem with hearing somebody else voice their opinion as well. Right, right wrong, or indifferent—how I agree with it um, is how it affects me, right. and no one else.
2: Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. No. You know how how I feel really is only relevant to me. Yes. You know, in the. Greater scheme of things, mm-hmm. especially about minutia, which is what we tend to get upset about. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like sitting at a sitting
1: at a at a red light, and all of a sudden it turns oh. green,
2: <laughs> and they're not going fast enough,
1: and somebody in the passenger side grabs and beeps the horn, like get your hands off yeah. my
2: horn. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, oh yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah I, don't to... get, I don't
1: I don't I don't get flustered at at that stuff, and and fortunately enough, I think that's just that wasn't intentional. That was just through growth right. that all of those isms got kind of pushed away. I mean, don't I can I can snap in a second, but I think I'm more aware or, or vitally aware of the little curbs that I step over that trip me going towards that. Right. You know?
2: And that awareness is crucial yeah. to staying where you are and growing, yeah. I think, and, and not letting silly things get us upset or things we can't control. And it's, you know, it, at least for me, it's always about control. And I, yeah. I will get impatient at a light, especially right now, because down here in South Florida, we have so much traffic because <laughs> everybody came down to enjoy the weather and of they're still here. And you can't find a parking place and you get stuck behind a red light three cycles and, it, you know... It can get on your nerves, so I'm I'm having to practice the plus ten a lot. You know, give me give me ten minutes before I get mad at this red light, and it's a pretty sure thing that I will get through it by then. I would hope. And on to the next. one. Yeah, yeah. I would hope. But you never, yeah, you, know, you never know, you never know.
1: Yeah, and and you know the 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 good thing about it is is you know we can always revert back to the Serenity Prayer.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yes.
1: You know and i've I know that I've had convo- excuse me, I've had conversations with people on the other end of the line and I always just say, remember the serenity prayer, want to say it now. and And it kind of, even at that point when somebody says it with me that mm-hmm. wants to remind me that I'm getting a little bit right spun out, it does kind of center you back. You can always take your will back to to Cuckooville. But it does, while you're saying it, center you back a little bit enough to just go, is it really worth ruining my gig? So the serenity prayer works immensely.
2: Well, my favorite part of it is the wisdom to know the difference between the things I can change and the things I can't. That line always struck me, even before any of this ever happened to me. And the wisdom to know the difference. The wisdom to know the difference. That, to me, was the most important part of it.
1: Yeah, because... Acting insanely, there's no wisdom. Right. So you're not asking. You're not asking for clarity. You're just asking to be aware that you're cuckoo. Right. At that moment, and and at when you have the awareness of the madness, it's so much easier to get yourself out of it. Right. If you're going, if you're going, you know, cuckoo crazy. 900 miles an hour towards somebody and you don't have an awareness of what you're doing the outcome is not going
2: to be a good right yeah and then you're going to have to deal with the outcome yeah the bad outcome mhm and and that you know the problem's just perpetuate but, yeah but to me you know is it something that i can change or affect and if it's not maybe i need to keep my mouth shut well or if it's something if it's something you can't
1: change it is something you can change because you need to just shut your right, yeah. So it's always it something that you can change. Right. Either you either you force your way into it, or you force your way out of it right. by by knowing, yeah. And or
2: you, you know, gracefully dip out of
1: it. Gracefully, yeah. You don't force yourself out, right. but a lot of times there's a lot of situations more often than not that can be worked out just through a, com- a conversation right. of, of understanding, you know, you don't have to, we don't always agree, but I think we have a common understanding that, uh, that, um, we have a, we have a common goal in mind and it's, and it's to, and it's to, um, share our experience, strength and hope with what it is that we have learned along the way. Now there's sometimes you say things and I go like, yeah. And I could easily. <laughs> oh, I could say substance use disorder. Oh, yeah, right. No. On
2: that.
1: But with things like that, I'm, co- I'm cool with you saying that. But when I was maybe five years clean, I would have snapped your head off saying, right. What are you telling me what I am? You know? But we're about ready to go to break. So dial 866 472 5792. That's 866 472 5792. Be part of the solution. We'll be back in a moment.
2: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America
3: Health and Wellness. p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness.
4: Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent
5: Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We
1: Hey, we're back. We were talking about a bunch of different stuff, and um, you know, one of the things that one of the things that I was thinking about on break was that I am so grateful that I can call myself out on my shortcomings and character defects today, and don't have a problem. Um, Ego or pride, wise right? That that that's that's huge because for the longest time I was guarded. Even, even ten years into being clean, I I was I still had stuff that I was guarded about. And today, that's just not the case. And I and I'm grateful that I, that I did my due diligence to be able to get to where I am today. Doesn't mean I'm at the end. It doesn't mean that you know I'm cured. It doesn't mean that I'm the Almighty. It just means that I have a better capability of making it through the day without
2: hurting myself along the way. Right. Or needing something to assist you to get through that day.
1: Yeah. And the reality is, like I've said before, you know, being 30 years clean, today is still a good day to get high. It's What we do. Um, it's something that is ingrained in an addict. I don't think about it. I don't even fantasize about it. I don't even, some days have an awareness of it, but it is something that I need to always embrace because once I forget that today is not a good day to get high, it will be that day.
2: Well, I know a lot of people worry too, you know, when really terrible things happen. You know, somebody that's been clean or sober, you know, not not using whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there there's always a the worry that they're going to relapse because this this awful thing happened that right. almost nobody could deal with. You know, like a death or a divorce mm-hmm. or something like that. Anything. Yeah, and I guess a lot of people do succumb at those points because they're like, I, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, but I, I
1: want to say I want to say constitutionally, um, something, and I my gratefully my constitution has not been tried to that tried or challenged yeah and hopefully it never will be but i want to say that you are only as strong as your weakest day and if and and if it you're at your weakest point and you experience some experience something horrific even the mighty will fall right you know and and so that's why it's constant vigilance, and it's keeping yourself around people with the same like-minded message. And you know, I, a friend of mine on the on the West Coast lost two of his babies; it, they drowned. Wow! And the people that flocked to the hotel over in Tampa and sat there with them for like four days, and, and like we were all over the hotel.
0: Yeah.
1: Um just to help him get through it. I mean, we can't, you know, you can't be with, with him on a daily basis, but you know, you, you need to surround yourself with like-minded people. And the people that I find that will help me make it through that are the people that are, that are celebrating recovery, right. not, not celebrate recovery. They, they are, they're on the journey of recovery and, and, whether i speak to them on a daily basis whether i speak to them once a year i know that if i hit some hit a button on my phone the individual if they answer if they can is going to be reassuring of what it is that i'm
2: yeah they'll be there with. for you always yeah. mm-hmm. and i i too had a friend who lost not at the same time but he lost two of his children mm-hmm. you know one to an overdose and one to suicide
3: mm-hmm.
2: within a year yeah. And there were a lot of people who were wondering, you know, I mean, this is about the most horrible thing you can imagine. Yes, And to have it done twice or to have it hit you twice, but he, he's made it through. Yeah. He made it through. And, and I'm sure it was the power of the fellowship that he was really. involved with. I just
1: hope that I never have to experience that.
2: Oh, I know. Oh, know? That was my greatest fear for a yeah. very long time. I mean, people... People before me are a lot more.
1: I mean, that's just that—that—that's the, the, um, the way life's supposed to swing. People that are you know generations ahead of me, they—they're they're expected to go before you. Right. But the ones behind you, is, yeah, that's, you know, that's hard. Yeah, because then you're left walking around.
2: Yeah, I don't, With only a memory. Yeah. And it's not the way it was supposed to be. Well, I guess it is the way well, it was supposed yeah, to be. Well, yeah, but I mean, but it's not in your yeah, mind. So, no, not, I mean, not, I can see not how my will. Yeah. it would make it would make you sad and then probably angry.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and I get it. I, you know, there's a lot of people walking around angry. Yeah. You know, justifiably, I think. I mean, I, I guess there's ways to get through it and by it and past it, but the loss of a child...
2: Yeah, I don't know how yeah. you, I think it's just probably something you learn to live with.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know, gratefully, uh, hopefully uh, I'll never have to experience that.
2: Yeah, me too, I yeah. mean, like I said, that was my biggest fear, I, mm-hmm. I'm not as fearful now, I mean, anything can happen, anything yeah. can happen, and and we've seen that, but, you know, at least I have a place to go, you know, I have people that care. Mm-hmm. And people that would be there for me. And I'm and I hope, so I grateful hope, for them. I hope that I would be strong enough to use it. Yeah, I know. Instead That's the of thing. That's the going thing. off I mean, the deep end the other way. Yeah, you have you have everything
1: laid out in front of you and all of the tools to be able to make it through it. You just need the strength to be able to...
2: Yeah, to keep reaching out. Yeah. Because I'm sure that can be very, very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. And and I can remember just, you know, as as a mother... I didn't know who to reach out to. You mm-hmm. know, who's going to understand? Right. There's a, world,
1: there's a world of people that understand and yeah. you just your blind design. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, well, who's you know, I didn't want to be yeah. judged. I didn't right. think it was as bad as it was, all of those things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as as the bad stuff kept piling up, you know, you have to you gotta go
1: somewhere. Yeah. And the and the funny thing is, is once you once you say, you know, you, you throw you throw that veil uh, to the side and you say help you start understanding that the majority of the people have that have walked the path before you
2: were dealing with all the same issues right and i didn't believe it at first because yeah, on, on both they sides were smiling the place,
1: <laughs> the, the, act, the active addict and alcoholic and and the family member that's walking through it you know as soon as you say help freedom is freedom is yours if, if you choose to if you choose to grasp it
2: yeah it's a process it takes yeah, time no, absolutely. yeah absolutely.
1: there is a lot of yeah one day closer
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you've got people that do understand that you can talk to yeah. about it, who will tell you, you know, what their experience has been with it, and that's all very, very, very right. helpful. At least you have a place to turn, and it it truly, truly helped me. It mm-hmm. gave me an understanding of of the disease, which I really didn't believe for a long time. Right. Didn't believe it was a disease. Didn't believe that it could happen to to my family. Just didn't believe it.
1: But you're but, cool with it now. Yeah. I'm yeah. cool
2: with it now. Yeah. What else can I be? Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. I mean... If, Accepting if, it was hard. It if took if a long time. If we get to where we're going and
1: we're told it was all a sham,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: then I'm okay with that as well. Yeah, it wasn't a disease. Okay, well, okay. you know something that I embraced that and it, and it got me to where I am today. So, you yeah. know... Whatever works. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Whatever
1: works. And there are people out there, you see them on... on TV and, you know, they have all of these alternative oh, yeah. ways of thinking and, you know, how they get to the same solution as you is laying your head on your pillow, clean and sober or, you know, um, happy, joyous and free with with what's going on in your, in your life. They have different methods to get there. And that works for them. That's awesome. You know, I get that. I don't ever want to tell anybody that my way is the right, right. way.
2: Because the right way foot, It's whatever your way is, the worst. My way
1: brought me a lot of pain and heartache to get to, right. to get to that first day honestly clean. And the first day honestly clean, I walked through a lot of abstinence first before I, you know, nine, ten, maybe a year's worth of abstinence before I ultimately said, now
2: I want to be here. Now it's making sense to me. Well, I'm sure you must go through almost a grieving process. You know that you can't oh, yeah. do this anymore, and, and that then, was your life. And then you go through a, a, you know, a process of. I know who I was. Yeah, but who am I now? And who am I now? And that and, takes a while to figure and out. Why?
1: Why am I focused on just getting a new pair of sneakers only? Why aren't I looking at something other than something greater than that? You know, my my world it, it evolved from from like almost from like being a baby right. through through adolescence again because um, it stripped all that away from me. It stripped all the common sense away from me. I mean, I, I had a common a common sense awareness of wh- what I was doing and and why I was doing it, but being 29 30 years old and focused on making sure that I had a pack of cigarettes or something like that was my only goal for the
2: day come on yeah that's that's a very small world (laughs) yes yeah 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 but clean yeah
1: you know so so I was kind of you know, and, and I think everybody walks through that, and and I think what happens is is there are people who don't reach the understanding that this too will pass.
2: Right. They and say, is if, this all it is? Is this all there is? It's, well, and a lot of times you're stuck with living soberly the consequences of what you did when you were getting high. Right. And that can be extremely difficult. Some people have to go to jail. And oh, right. Yeah, some people Mm -hmm. have to uh, deal with families that don't want anything to do with them anymore, or friends that don't want anything to do with them anymore. Some people can't get jobs because now they have a criminal record.
1: That's the tough one. Yeah, you know that. That's the one that, you know. But you know, in today's society, there are a lot of organizations that are placing people with with you know less than stellar um, employment records, less than stellar criminal records, and and. You know, I know a a friend of mine who I was in detox with in 1986, maybe. She's a lawyer today. Yeah. You know, she's been a lawyer for quite some time. And she had to work through all of the um, wreckage of her past. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, even, you know, sitting for the bar, she had to kind of let everybody know that she was a recovering addict. And there were people in their lawyers, like, you know, like people who. Who defend the Well, Well, you know, like Buffy and, and Biff who grew up at the country. Oh, club yeah. that had no idea what right. that was. Looking down their nose at her and she's got better grades in the school than they do. Right. You know, so it, I, I guess it's all relative to the environment that you're in. Just don't give up on yourself, you know, because there are people out there that you may not even know have lived the same life if not worse than you and they're the ones that are serving you they're the ones that are up on the up on the altar you know saying mass or right. you know cuz you never know where people come from and what they what they've done prior to and you know if you want to think that you're the last great addict out there Get over yourself and come on in out of the <laughs> out of the dark.
2: Yeah, you guys always end up the same person.
1: But we always walk around like we like we buried twenty seven bodies in our backyard with like a chip on our shoulder, yeah. like nobody can tell me what to do, and you know that hurts us. A lot more. We hurt ourselves a lot more than the environment that wants to help us.
2: Right, that's true. Yeah. Well, the the world in general is still not particularly tolerant of addict behavior. That's because look at how we act. Well, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, It's, it's horrible. And you know, maybe well, it shouldn't be tolerated. Don't no. give somebody a pass for breaking into a house because they got a disease. Sorry, no, you don't no, do that. It's and, not, and, no, it's not an excuse. Yeah, and and there are consequences, but you know, if you can suffer through the consequences, you're even better for it in a lot of in a lot of instances. I think it, you know, it it takes away that um, superiority and yeah. th- that some people feel, you know, I'm I'm just a human. I made mistakes and I've paid for them. And there you know even though mm-hmm. it is difficult to get a job with a criminal record there are other things you can do there are ways around yes. all of it and it's i have seen people yeah exactly yeah. i have seen people you know go into the day labor spots you know that's how yeah. they started back that's but the, they I did, did it at, i
1: did that at harmony house for a while they had a, uh, a, a you know it was through i was a, i was a union roofer and I lost my card from non-payment, and I had to wait in order for the state was mm-hmm. going to uh, pay my pay my arrears to get me back, so I could be a productive member of society. And the house that I was in had a, had a work requirement, so we went out when we could on days the van would pull up and they'd bring us to, you know,
2: hump fish or or grass, cut grass, right? So you move know, furniture, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, but you know you can start back that way. Exactly, and and, and I, I've seen women doing that. You know, really backbreaking work. Right. But well, we have we have um,
1: what is that? Faith Farms. That's yes, here. Yes, and they go around and pick up furniture and all of that, and mm-hmm. they have a, a little st- store that they sell it out of. Yeah, right, right in Okeechobee, right.
2: Yeah, I you think know, I and, gave them a TV one time. Yeah, I mean, you you can call and they'll come and just pick yeah, up. Yeah, it was one of those yeah. big, giant TVs that nobody wanted anymore. Well, they came and got it. Yeah. I was and, like, and how am I going to get their, it out of the house? They'll and they did they put it, it in
1: their thrift shop and make 50 bucks on it, and it goes
2: into the house and it helps with electricity or... I think they actually used it in one of their houses, and they were grateful to have it. Oh, okay, so they used it. Yeah. yeah, But that's fine, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, either
1: way. I mean, you, you know, you it's it's something that you can't use. Why not... Give it, you know, and, and that right there is, is helping that individual gain responsibility. Right. Um, self self uh, care again. It may not need it takes a while for self love, so self care. And it's provide it's it's getting them back to be a productive member of right. society. Right.
2: Maybe a little pride that, hey, I can do something good. Right. I think that helps. I don't know. But I think so. No, of
1: of course it does. You know, and um, with that, we are about ready to go to break. So dial 866-472-5792. That's eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. We'll be back in a moment.
2: Opinions, options, answers.
5: You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
3: Have you stopped to think seriously about hypnosis? Hypnosis can set you on your way to better health can free you from anxiety, phobias, and so much more. Join host Inez Simpson for Hypnosis Everywhere, Inez Simpson and the Simpson Protocol. This show is for anyone from the experienced hypnotist practitioner to the merely curious. Inez Simpson offers tools and insights from the whole world of hypnosis with guests and open discussions. Hypnosis Everywhere, the Simpson Protocol, airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness.
5: When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, And Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel.
1: You know, it's funny. We were talking about tech technology at the beginning of the um, show, and of course, we have four dogs in the studio. If you haven't heard them, then you, I'm sure before the show's is all you hear them bark. But I just yelled at the dogs because we were coming back on air, and and Siri said, "Okay."
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
1: said stop. I said stop, and, and we Siri hear this. Goes, okay. okay. <laughs> But you know that that those are the drawbacks of. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, I bet she shut herself down.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't say Siri. Yeah,
2: got to be careful what we say these right. days. Like, you never I, know. We
1: have all these little catchwords like Siri and Alexa, and yeah, yeah. I have one of those as well. I don't use it. I I, I haven't fi- really figured it out.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't need that. I
1: mean, they, well, I mean, no. They say you can order. Do you see? You see that little girl that ordered all of that stuff from Amazon? And got delivered to the door like no. six hundred dollars oh, worth of stuff, oh, no. right through Alexa. She said something, and then she gave it her wish list, and they
2: ordered it all right. To, so it's dangerous. Very gosh, how, yeah. how would you get sizes and things like that? Well, that's well, the no, kind I of mean, things that I you know, order. It was
1: games and stuff uh, like that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I you bet know. those parents were not happy. No, but you know, I, I guess
1: you need to know technology around you, right? You know, I mean, I know how to put stuff in my calendar, and I know how to look around on social media. But, like, the other stuff, that Alexa thing is, I, I, it, it kind of, you know, and maybe it's just my old, old
2: thinking, but, uh, you know, Big Brother's listening. Yeah, it's it's almost too intrusive. I mean, yeah. I think it's nice because you can, I've, I've been at people's houses where they'll say, play this song or that song. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Maybe that. May, it's easier than having to pull it up somewhere and make it. Yeah, play. and
1: connect it all up and all yeah. that. But it's it's still that. Just means that it's listening. Right. You know, and it's only listening for that one word, so it's hearing your whole conversation
0: mm-hmm.
1: until you say that one word, and it kicks into.
2: Well, you've heard. I mean, I, I, there was a news story not too long ago about some conversation being heard by somebody in another house
1: yeah I think I, I think I've heard. But then that. there were yeah. stories
2: like that about baby monitors back in the day too. yeah, you know, when exactly. my kids were baby. Exactly.
1: you could hear them through your uh, your your um, wireless phone.
2: Well, no, this was even before wireless phones. Somebody else who had one could hear oh okay. in their house All what right. was going on in your house? But you know, I did enjoy the baby monitors. yeah, because you didn't have to be real close by. You could be in another part of the house and not worry mm-hmm. as much. I wonder if people use those as much. I don't know, probably. They were helpful, at least for me. Now
1: I guess the range is probably five miles, so you could be a Walmart and leave your baby at home. (laughs) Oh, no, no, you get in big trouble for that. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I I do. You see that, you you hear of that more often now than you did before, but I'm sure that hasn't changed. You know what I mean? I I am sure that the... um, I, I don't think people are more careless as they more careless as when we were kids I just don't think you knew about it
2: yeah I agree you know, I think with, there was a lot of stuff we didn't know about because we didn't have all the media around to talk about media, it no. right I had mean, black and white TV right and, and phones that were attached to the wall with a cord. yeah I used to watch the the uh, the
1: Bruins on channel 38 through snow yeah couldn't even I, I, <laughs> didn't even know
2: if they. You yeah, remember putting aluminum foil on the rabbit yep. ears? Yeah. Okay. To just, try to I'll make it my better. Little, my little
1: brother had him hold it like that. Okay, yeah. it's
2: good like that. Stay.
1: <laughs> yeah. How long do I have to stay like this for? A half hour till the show's over.
2: Got to watch that game. Yeah, the things yeah. are. Uh, things have improved. Everything's, everything's in the, in the right most at part. your
1: fingertips today, and you know that's that's one benefit of not saying that you have the ability to get somewhere or to reach out to someone. Or using the excuse that we could have used, or I could have used, about... Oh, you um, couldn't get a hold of anybody. I couldn't get a hold of anybody. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't leave... You can call You can call a car right to your door now. Yeah. You know, I mean, we could call a cab to the door, but you can call a car right to your Uber, or we'll come right to your door and bring you wherever you want to go. Yeah. They got, I got in the car. I had to go pick up something in uh, Sanford. That's...
2: Two hours, hours away. Yeah,
1: guy showed up in my driveway. Oh, you Ubered all the way up there? All the way up there. Wow. Yeah, the guy was happy. He was. Oh cool. yeah, he was that. getting
2: money for that. Sure. Yeah.
1: And um, I had to go pick up the RV. It was being it was being fixed. It was it had a leak. So anyway, I I, I couldn't drive there right. because I didn't have the the apparatus to pull the car back. It wasn't there, and I couldn't tow it with my car because I didn't have the uh, the setup. So I called the Uber guy. Boom, right there. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've I've used it to to go pick up my car, to go to my daughter's house, or anything. And, right. and it's like you know, ten minutes, and you can watch it on your phone. You watch
2: the people come. Oh yeah, they tell you who it is, what color yeah. the car uh-huh. is, where they are. You know, yeah. how many minutes before they get to wherever you are, and they you, know before you. Yeah. miles to the bus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or if you called a cab, you know, who knows when they're going to show up. They might not know where you want them to go, but these right. guys already know where you want to go right. when they get to your – well, for they me, it's don't my house. They not until they get here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, I put in it, – it knows where I am, and I put in where I want to go.
1: Yeah, but they, they're not told – until, oh, they, until get, they get to until you until okay. they get like a quarter mile away it pings in and they can put they can hit a button and say no I don't want to do that yeah, yeah. and then they just drive off they don't even get to your house they drive off like maybe a mile out oh, I had't experienced yeah. that. but it's, it's never happened but um, but anyway getting back to <laughs> oh, <laughs> what yeah. we're talking, about. We're, 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 talking about. We're, we're giving a commercial to uber here um well that's another technology. thing
2: to think about too mm-hmm. because I know a lot of people when they first get clean or first get sober they don't have a driver's license yeah. so now you do have a way to get around
1: you you have a, you you can go on your computer you can go on uh, intherooms.com they have every single meeting of every single area or of every single country almost you can look it up find out where it is call uber and they'll get you to the meeting right. if it, you know and and if you want to do it that way, you can always do it that way. But when you get to a meeting, I strongly suggest you raise your hand and say, "I'm new and I don't have a license. Is there yeah. somebody who has the willingness to help me out for a little while?
2: And there there generally will be someone.
1: Yeah, yeah there, there absolutely will be. some some will have ulterior motives, but there will be <laughs> you'll find those people right? you know, and you'll be able to you know not everybody's there to uh, help you. A lot of them, they had to help themselves. Right.
2: Yeah. But we keep what we have by giving it away. Absolutely. So helping somebody else. And I think I said this a couple of weeks ago. I, I was moaning on and on to my sponsor one time, and I finally said, I am so sorry. You know, I've bent your ear for two hours. And she said, oh, no, I get as much out of it as you do, maybe more.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, There was a, there was a lot of people who had called me up and, you know, Said, you know, I I really don't want to do this. I don't want to be a pain, but you know, you, you said I say no. Of course, because it helps me. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's a lot of things that, um, like I shared. There's things that I haven't experienced gratefully, right? Um, so to hear someone's grief or pain about something that they've they are experiencing or have experienced, it's only going to help me when and if the time comes.
2: Right. Or you may be working through something yourself and talking to this person about their problem helps you work through yours. Exactly. I I think there's a lot of that.
1: So what we want to do is read that.
2: Yeah. Time for a commercial. If you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show, please send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. We'll send you an information packet on how to schedule a time for you to be on the show. So that we can focus on what you have to bring to the recovery community. We've had some very awesome guests on this show. Oh, we absolutely have, have. We have. You know, I think
1: I think we have to like start cycling back through them again. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll I'll reach back out to him and.
2: Yeah, I would love to hear. You know what what Rob Kelly's doing now. Mm-hmm. He, I, I actually saw that he went over to England and
1: Sarah's daughter and grandchild.
2: Oh, good. Yeah. I, I know that was something he. Was missing, so that's amazing. Yeah,
1: but I mean, even Freddie Negretti.
2: I was just going to say, Freddie. I would love to see how he's doing. Because he he lost a child recently, so.
1: Yeah. Some of the other individuals that we spoke about, all the different um, mind
2: and breathing people. You know, some of the doctors. Yeah. um, I, I don't remember his name, but we did talk to a doctor who was... Uh, very interesting about medication assisted therapy like suboxone you know and he had a lot of of interesting things Dr. to Boyette. say Dr. Boyette. Yeah, Dr. Boyett
1: he he worked for, he he was actually a consultant for the uh, lab that I worked right. for for a couple of years he's a good guy
2: He's a very good yeah, guy. Yeah, very knowledgeable. And that's, that's very you know that's helping a lot of people. Yeah. He's a dentist. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What? He's a,
1: he's a, he's a dentist and a and a a doctor. He's like the, he's like a Those lawyers that are doctors. Yes. What?
2: Yeah. Oh, I know. That's like a double whammy.
1: When I went to when I went to um, when I first got brought into the hospital from for hypertension off a fire scene, uh, the doctor who was seeing me was a lawyer, Mm. and I'm like, "What are you doing here?" He goes, "Well." I stopped working down at, the, <laughs> at the courthouse, and I'm here now. Like you,
2: you doing just my do doctor that? thing.
1: He goes, "Well, I got both degrees, and yeah, I figured I'd come help the people here." And I'm like, "Wow, you know." So, don't ever sell yourself short. No, there's a, there's a, there's doctor lawyers. Yeah,
2: I've known a couple of them.
1: Yeah, 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 and there's there's a lot of people that are in, in the halls of recovery, um, that have a whole heck of a lot to offer. You know, and I never would have found that out if I kept my will and kept living the life that I chose to live. you know and, and we chose a different life for me, and I'm grateful for it. Most definitely. So you know, with that, we only have like less than a minute left. so I just want to share a little gratitude that I can that I can share who I am today freely. And how I do that is...
2: With Miracles in Recovery, hope is in your corner.
1: That it is.
2: Good night, everyone. Good night. Stay blessed.
0: Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery.